Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Holy Mountain. I watched the second half of The Holy Mountain. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, Ethan. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I don't like Christmas movies. Okay. All right. I'm I'm a, not a fan of them. They're, I love them. You like them? Yeah. I don't like them because you know you can you know what's going to happen next. They're all almost exactly the same story. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm, we watched sorta. a shit ton last year. I didn't like any of them, and I knew we were watching some more coming up here. And I'm like, I need I need to throw something at us, something that we don't know what we're going to do with. Uh huh. And I'd heard about this little movie, The Holy Mountain. And yeah. I've known about it for quite a while now. Where did you hear about it? Uh, well, see, I'd seen another, um, movie of this director, uh, God, I can never pronounce this last guy, this guy's last name. Uh, fuck. How do you pronounce it? Jorodowski, Jodorowsky, Jodorowsky, Jodorowsky. He, he, uh, he attempted to make Dune. Um, there's an infamous documentary about how he failed. He also made this movie I saw called Fando uh, Elis. Uh, okay. which was his first film. He's He's been on my radar for a while. He makes a lot of these kinds of movies that are really weird and emotional, very Dolly-inspired. And, um, you know, I was like, hey, man, why, why, not, why don't we throw this at us just before getting into these, you know, Christmas movies? And, and that's the thing where I usually do where I say, all right, don't tell me anything about this. <laughs> I'm sure whatever Mike's... So- Throws yeah. at me would be perfectly normal when and we, fine and like a normal movie that normal people watch. When we set up the list, I was like, hey, let's watch The Holy Mountain. And you did exactly that. You're like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know anything about it. And I'd forgotten we'd put it on the list uh, for us to watch it before all the Christmas movies. And then I was so pleasantly surprised when I looked at the list to see what we would be watching. Uh, and, and then I started watching this. Yeah, and then I you was watched it. So pleasantly not surprised <laughs> that this is a Mike ass Mike movie. This is the most Mike movie I think we've seen on this show. This is exactly what I wanted out of the movie, too. It was weird. It was unconventional. It, had it a, was weird. It was very weird. There is going to be a lot of description going yeah, through. Yeah, I, I actually wrote a lot, way more than I wanted to in my notes, so I might have to skip some of it, but I think sure. uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, let me tell you. This movie opens with two Marilyn Monroe-looking girls sitting next to each other. Okay. And then there's a man with black clothing and a tall hat that it appears... Uh, it's going to take forever the, to get through this movie. In the middle of them. Uh-huh. Well, this is the guy that eventually will be in the Holy Mountain. Ah, okay. You know, he had a the tall... main guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like tall black hat. He's got like no hair on the top of his he head. He talks like this. He talks like this. Exactly. Uh, he uh, wipes the makeup off of the Marilyn Monroe women. He uh, strips them down, cuts their hair off, pulls their fingernails off, Ooh. and uh, then... Uh, then just fucking images start flashing on the screen of like dead animals and eyeballs and voodoo dolls. And this is the opening credit sequence. This is how we're introduced to the okay. film. That's a, yeah. All right. That is a great yep. way. That is a great yep. way of setting this film yep. up. So I'm going to rush through this as quickly as possible. Oh God, here we go. We are introduced to, for lack of a better term, word, Jesus. It's a guy that looks like Jesus. He's got okay. like, the big beard. He's got the long hair. He's lying on the ground dead. Um, uh, okay. In the beginning, he's he's dead. Okay. And uh, or he's dying. He's he's wet himself because he's I think he's near death. And then this guy with no arms or legs shows up and hmm. saves him from death. And then all these naked children appear and they pull a flower from his hand. And then it looks like the whole Jesus thing, you know, like with the hole in his hand. hand. Yeah. And then they uh, the naked children uh, prop him up onto a makeshift cross and throw rocks at him. And then he jumps off the cross uh, reborn and starts yelling at them like like a he's he's yelling at them like a monkey and they all run away 
and that's how we're introduced <laughs> to him. Okay. <laughs> Now, let me say, I'm skipping a lot there. That I'm sure is, you are. I'm skipping so much. So then we cut to a some kind of weird society, like some weird city. There's a bunch of uh, there's like a transport carrying dying children. Uh, Jesus and the limbless man are walking around this city. They're happy, but everyone around is miserable. Soldiers are shooting innocent people. Uh, there are people carrying uh, 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 crucifixes with dead uh, dog carcasses on them. Okay. And cool. um, yeah. And then there are people, there are innocent people getting murdered and then rich people are seeing the innocent people getting murdered and taking pictures next to them. And at one point there's this really weird part where the innocent people are getting killed by the soldiers and then the rich people watch. And then uh, one of the soldiers takes one of the rich women and like pushes her against the wall and starts fucking her. And Jesus and the limbless guy see this and are given a camera by this woman's husband and they take a picture and then they get a, uh, some money for it. That's a scene. Um, huh, okay. <laughs> all right. So then next scene doesn't matter. <laughs> it's this big model. Stuff of, just happens. Stuff just happens. They're all, it's all important. It's all, it's all adding up to like a basic metaphorical it, understanding of no. what this movie's about. Is it? Yeah, man. I think, okay. I think I, okay. I want to know more. I yeah. was, I anyway. All right. So we see a big model of Mexico and it's this thing called the great toad and chameleon circus. And there's this big sign that says the conquest of Mexico. And there's a bunch of horny toads, not chameleons dressed as Aztecs. And then the frogs arrive, the toads arrive and they're all dressed as the Spanish. And then Mexico explodes with blood. That's one scene. And then, (laughs) and then there's another scene. There's a bunch of fat guys dressed as Romans and another fat guy dressed as, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I have a question. Go. Are any of this with a person starting off saying I am this and or I, there I am is, from th- there Mars. Is, there is no dialogue. There's no yet. dialogue yet? None. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't expect <laughs> this that soon. Let me let me tell you about that though. Because I, sure I saw the first up. half of that. I'm sure that's coming up. Yes. But yeah, that's the amazing thing. No dialogue. No understand. Everyone's speaking in gibberish so far. Actually, um, you just didn't get the right subtitled version. Or- no, no, I had subtitles. But even okay. even people who were speaking in English in quotes were speaking in English gibberish. Like okay. there, nobody was talking to each other. So then we see a fat guy dressed as a Roman selling models of Christ, like little models of Christ. And then our Jesus, I'm just going to refer to him as Jesus because that's what I think he represents. Jesus walks over he and they give him this humongo cross to carry and a bunch of tourists watch him carry a cross. And then the fat Romans uh, are um, final. Like he carries the cross. Everyone takes pictures. And then they get Jesus, uh, the main character, Jesus. And they start giving him all this like wine to drink and like stuff to drink to knock him out. Uh, and they kick the limbless guy away. And the limbless guys go, hey, he's my friend. And then while Jesus is knocked out, they carry him to a warehouse and then cover him in, uh, wh- what is it, like wax or something? Um, <laughs> okay, you know, the normal thing you cover people with? No, not wax. Olive well, oil? If, no, 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 not even that. Mold. They cover him in, like, not mold. mold. They cover him in, uh, they're making a mold of him. Either, uh, what I'm saying. Like plaster. Make, plaster. Okay. They put little, like, like, things in his nose and they start making a mold of him and they create millions of molds of him. Millions of versions of Jesus. Hmm, okay. And then he wakes up from his stupor. He looks around. He's like, what the fuck? Why are there all these pic- depictions of me? And he starts destroying all of them. And then he starts like, he uses them to like beat the Romans, uh, the fat Romans and the Romans run away. And then he just care. He like holds one of them lovingly. Like he like holds it to him close and he like kisses it. Um, then it cuts. And then we cut to a scene where there's a church and it's full of prostitutes uh, except for one, which is a chimpanzee. And 
<laughs> All right. I'm glad the chimpanzee is introduced earlier. <laughs> oh, there's chimpanzee later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So then uh, the chimpanzee and the prostitutes, one of which is a little child girl, uh, walks out of the church. And then there's this creepy man who comes up and like grabs the little girl child and the girl, little uh. girl child comes up and he's like kissing her hand. And then he pulls his fake eye out of his sock and puts it in the little girl's hand and then kisses her hand. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know if he's, and then he's dressed like really nice. I'm not sure if he's supposed to depict like a priest or something. I don't know exactly. I don't know, I don't know half this, sim- this quote unquote symbolism <laughs> means. <laughs> this is some pretentious ass oh shit. My God. So then we see Jesus again and he's uh, carrying the depiction of himself, the model. And then all of the prostitutes see him and they start laughing at him. But then one of the prostitutes looks at him and is like, transfixed by him and loves him and like washes the model's feet for him. And then all the other prostitutes sees this prostitute doing, it and they all follow him like uh, together. And the limbless man is there too. The limbless man. Don't worry about the limbless guy. He's still there. He's the coolest <laughs> dude. Uh, I totally uh, walked, like walked over the scene where he fucking lit a blunt without any arms. That's pretty And he gangster. passed it over to, to Jesus and they both just fucking got high together. It's crazy. <laughs> pretty gangster. Fucking crazy. So then uh, they're walking around uh, followed by the prostitutes and then Jesus enters into a club where uh, some revolutionaries and some uh, militant soldiers are dancing cheek to cheek with each other um, and Jesus walks through this club with the depiction, the model depiction of himself and places it on like an altar and then he looks over and he sees uh, laying in bed a uh, what looks like a pope or a priest or something lying with a much better looking like classier depiction of Jesus that we would usually like see and the fucking priest gets angry and jumps up and pushes Jesus out and then he grabs the fake model of him and like throws it out too and Jesus gets so sad that he eats his own face of the model and it's made of like cake and then he attaches the fake model to a bunch of balloons one which is a bunch of red balloons and one which is a bunch of blue balloons attaches it to the model and the model flies away lying up there (sighs) okay I'm almost done believe it or not I'm almost done so then we see everyone is staring at this humongous like tower and from the tower comes a uh like a uh what is it like a hook uh-huh. from the middle of the tower yeah from the top of the tower and the hook dispenses a bunch of gold and jesus sees this and jumps onto the hook with like a knife and rides the hook all the way up and it's a fucking far tower i don't know how they did this shot it was insane but he he just keeps going and going and going up to the top and then he goes inside the hole where the hook was coming from and he walks through this like long passageway breaks through uh like some paper and then he's in what i can only describe as a rainbow hallway i feel like i'm in a dream you're just describing a dream to me it feels very dreamlike right and he walks down this rainbow hallway and at the very end you see a camel a black woman covered in nude of course every fucking person in this movie is like nude yeah a lot of naked a lot of naked people uh, and the black woman is covered in uh, iconography from different like faiths, different oh, belief okay. systems. Okay. And sitting in the middle is a man from the beginning, the one with the tall uh, hat, but now he's dressed in white. And we see on one side of him is a column of black and the other side of him is a column of white. And uh, Jesus like pulls a knife on him. He's like going to fucking attack him. And he tries to like kill this guy. I don't know why exactly. But then the white guy, the, the guy in white, like stops him from doing that. I don't know what to call this guy. I'm going to call him God. I don't know what to call him. 
Um, and God basically is like, fuck you, Jesus. You're not going to kill me. And he pushes Jesus <laughs> over and then he, and then he like puts Jesus into a trance. He like hits him in specific way. And then the black lady, uh, approaches Jesus, brushes some hair from his like shoulder. And there's this big fucking growth in his neck Ugh. and the, which I never saw before. And then the black lady slices the growth and bl blue blood comes out and she just like the show. And, <laughs> yeah. and then she pulls out like a, a, a squid from the growth. And then they wake okay. Jesus up again. And finally, finally, the first words are uttered. Wow. In the movie. How long was that? Did you count how long? 30 hard? minutes in. Holy shit. 30 minutes Man, in the movie. Man, there will be got nothing on I this. I know, right? Uh, uh, except that's actually 2001 a movie. got nothing on this. <laughs> uh, except that's a movie that's more widely known of. Anyway, <laughs> so 30 minutes in, we see, we hear the first bit of dialogue. God, or whatever his name says, Do you want gold? And Jesus just goes, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how do we make gold, Ethan? How do we make fucking gold? Children's tears. Ooh, pretty close. It sounds like this movie. So, uh, they wash Jesus uh, in a pool. There's a little hippo in the pool. They even fucking <laughs> wash his hairy asshole. We get a shot of them washing his hairy asshole. Uh, of course. And then Jesus stands nude, and then God gives... Uh, Jesus a glass container and Jesus sits on the glass container and he shits in the glass container we see his actual shit in the glass container um, and then God takes the glass container and puts it on what looks like an altar at first I thought it was an altar but it's actually this weird humidifier thing that Jesus is going to sit in and uh, he like sits in this bubble and sweats and then um, uh, God collects all the sweat from Jesus this is a weird sentence. <laughs> yes, it is. He collects all the sweat, puts it into like this weird heart container, and then adds it to the shit, which has been boiling this whole time. You want to get the shit to a boil, add a little bit of uh, add a little like bit a of sweat. Over here. How yeah. they some gold? Hey, hey, a flavor town. That's what makes gold, though. He, he turns the the shit to gold. That's that's godlike. Using using his own shit and using his own sweat, and then um, God says the best line in the movie. You are excrement. You can change yourself into gold. <laughs> okay. Which is pretty, you know, like that's, that's pretty like motivational. Yeah. Ethan. Yeah. I'm shit. You're excrement, but uh -huh. you can change yourself into gold. Oh, really? How do I do that? Just a little bit of sweat, bro. Oh, just that's a little bit of hard work, do. bro. A little bit of hard work. That's exactly right. Yeah. So now. This is just like whiplash condensed into like a small <laughs> little section. There's not a fucking Mars bar down there. <laughs> <laughs> Was I Russian? Or was I? <laughs> anyway, so then we just have basically a training sequence where God is training Jesus to be like a holy figure, I'm assuming. Uh, and now Jesus is wearing exactly the same clothes God is wearing, like the same kind of long hat and the same kind of cloak, except rather than wearing black and white, he's wearing brown because he's supposed to still be like shit. Okay. So it's a metaphor. So <laughs> thanks, Mike, for that. You're welcome. Uh, and so then they stand in like this room of mirrors. Oh, no. Before that, uh, God shows Jesus a mirror, and Jesus flips out his own reflection and breaks the mirror. And mm -hmm. I know. And so uh, God like mentions, like, he's like sees this. And so they sit in a room full of mirrors, and he, there's this big like column of uh, like, it's like a, a stone column. And God tells Jesus. Oh, no. This is weird. This is just a weird movie. It's, just, no it's just hitting me. He says that he could break the glass, the looking glass. Now he must break the stone. And he gives him like this weak ass axe. 
and Jesus tries to break the stone, but he can't. And so then he gives the axe back to God and God just fucking blasts it and breaks into a million pieces. Um, and so then we get uh, like this, uh, like, uh, what is it? Return of the Jedi. No, not Return of the what is it? Which is the one that you guys, Yoda, not Return of the Jedi. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. back. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back kind of training montage where they just, we keep just seeing a shit ton of rooms and God keeps imparting information upon him. Like um, they're surrounded in a room full of tarot cards and the, he's going to tell them how to create a soul. Okay. There's a part where Jesus is lying down all sexy like, you know, like in a sexy pose. And then God places a wooden stick between his legs and he says, this is to know. And then he places a large uh, sword under his arm to dare, a large golden chalice by his hand to want, and then a pentagram medallion on his head. He just fucking pushes it on Jesus's face, and he just says, to be silent, <laughs> which is what I want to do whenever somebody's talking too much. Um, <laughs> Put a giant pentagram on their face? Yeah, just like, shh, to be silent. Um, and then uh, there we have another scene. Uh, God says the same force the vultures uses to seize the ox is needed by the ox to receive the vulture. Don't know what that means. Sure. Um, and then they stand in another room and this was one of the coolest shots ever. And this is where, this is what comes into play. This is where you're introduced. Okay. Thank so, God. This was not that long of a, of a summary. This is probably the quickest summary I've ever done. Uh, they stand in this room and it's super cool because at first you get a, a, a view from their point of view where they're standing stationary, but the walls are spinning. Mm -hmm. And then They've placed the camera on the spinning walls, so it looks like we're standing still and they're spinning. And this is to show that our main character has now changed perspective, just as we have. We have learned uh. something new about perspective and how we learn about it. And now God is introducing us. He God says that um, Jesus uh, may Jesus ha like in order for Jesus to become like Godlike or whatever. He says that there's all these followers that will help him. They are thieves like Jesus, but on another level, they're industrialists, they're politicians. And this is where we are introduced uh, okay. to Fawn of Venus. He makes items. Uh, Fawn which, of Venus. His name is so they start straight off on Venus. They start with Venus. What about Mercury and all that shit? I don't know. Do they come later? No, I figure they, they count down all the way. No, man. They start with Venus. Hmm. Uh, I guess it's after wait, Earth, Venus, Earth, then Mars, right? Yeah. No, no, no. No, oh, Mercury's shit, first. Know. That's what I mean. Mercury's first. Mercury. Oh, God. This is no, embarrassing. No, no. This is sad. <laughs> Mercury, Earth, Mars, Saturn. No, there's definitely another planet between there. Hey, no, Google, how many planets are there? Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Oh, okay. It didn't work. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. That's what it is, right? I think so. I'm going to double God, check this. God, I fucking hope so. This is... A, I never... Never have another color problem again. I know. Anyway. Anyway. Venus, huh? Yes. First is Venus. We are introduced to a man, Fawn. He makes items which comfort the human body. He works in a factory, uh, which make clothing, uh, bedding, all sorts of things that are made for comfort. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. We got it. Yes! I, I knew thought it. so. I knew there was one. I knew it. Yeah. I fucking knew it was Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Okay. Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. You forgot about Jupiter I and Saturn. I forgot about Jupiter and Saturn. And then also the asteroid belt. Yeah. That thing <laughs> they always tell you about. And it's like, why? Okay. Who cares? Uh, so anyway. So Venus... He makes items which come for the human body. His father, who is deaf, dumb, and blind, created the company. In order for his father to make decisions, he consults his mummified wife vagina. If it is moist, yep. it is yes. If it is dry, it is no. Yep, that fucking sounds about right for this movie. Greatest way to make a decision. There's even a scene where, like, this dead woman is, like, sitting there. He just fucking jams his finger oh into her God, vagina. Oh, God, that's fucking gross. Uh, anyway, 
So this guy has multiple wives. Uh, Fawn has multiple wives, many, many wives of all different ages. Um, and uh, they um, they create like comfort for people. They create fake faces, fake feet mm. that feel real. They also beautify dead corpses and create the corpses to give an illusion of life in order to entertain loved ones once again before dying. Um, then we're introduced to Mars, Ela. her name is. Um, and we're introduced to her. She's sleeping with the shaved Marilyn Monroe from the beginning of the movie. Okay. Uh, she um, is, uh, she's basically a weapons manufacturer. Okay. Uh, she creates weapons for all kinds of people and all kinds of weapons. This is not just like guns and, you know, uh, heavy artillery. She also creates like biological weapons, stuff cool. like that, right. that fuck with people's thinking. But she also creates weapons for younger generations, uh, for like people who go to marches and do sit-ins, creates weapons for them. She also creates weapons for religious people and for pacifists. It's a really funny, interesting scene. Then we're introduced to Clen Jupiter. He is a uh he's introduced in a lavish the way he introduces himself is like this is my house this is my wife this is my art he is an artist he creates art but he doesn't really create it himself he has a factory where other people create it okay um and one of the things he's created which was like fucking blew my mind he's created a love machine where it is basically a vagina and you are given this large metal rod which you were like trying to fuck the vagina with, but it's like a legitimate thing. Like certain people can't bring it to climax. <laughs> and so like he gives the big metal rod to one of his, like his chauffeur and his chauffeur can't bring it to climax, but then he gives it to his lover because he's got a wife, but he also has a mistress gives it to his mistress. And the mistress is able to satisfy the vagina. And it first is just like this metal box, but then the metal box starts opening up and starting to become like different pieces and like folding out, folding out, folding out. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then the the metal rod that they stuck into the to the machine vagina starts shooting liquid, and then a new love machine is born, a little baby love machine. It's crying. Then we're introduced to what the fuck. Then we're introduced to, and I'm seriously going over everything. Then we're introduced to Cell Saturn. I was thinking about all these parts, and all these parts are a lot deeper. And I'm probably going a little deeper than you. Oh yeah. Okay, a little deeper. I'm I'm I have not even crossed into deep territory yet. I know you're just glancing over this, I'm, and this shit is insane it already. Is, it is fucking nuts. Anyway, I'll tell you one thing about all these shots. Yeah. Oh, really well shot. So well shot. Like it's it's a super pretty movie. Like all these things in your mind, you're like, oh, I probably look shitty. It's like no, this looks actually like they put a lot of effort in all super this. Super effort and like super clear. Like as to what yeah. they're shooting. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, th- like I said, the first thirty minutes of this movie, no dialogue. I understood everything that they wanted me to understand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that is not an easy thing to do, yeah. especially when you're dealing with dream imagery and shit. Totally. Anyway, so then we're introduced to Cell Saturn. She creates toys for children. I know you, this is probably where you uh, came yes. in. She. Um, do you want to talk about what she does exactly? She. Uh, one of her biggest clients is the government. Did yes. You, yes. So they so, receive data. Did, did you hear Hand about this? Hand this off to me. Go ahead, bro. Hand it off officially. There you are. Your First turn. off, when I started this, I saw all the people with weird uh, symbols on them, and I'm like, oh, no. It might make me watch a horrible Holocaust movie thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I should do that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I was like, is this that time I don't ask and just accept, and it's going to be something awful? And it's like, how are we going to talk about this thing? It was kind of that. Eh, it's awful, <laughs> but in like, oh, what the fuck way? Yeah. So, yeah, she's explaining. She manufactures toys, and there's all these old people walking. They're all manufactured by like these old short people, yeah. which makes her very tall and weird. And let me actually explain this real quick. The part you didn't see was she was introduced as a clown. 
Like she was, she was dressed she as a clown. Like a clown, but anyway, well, that's the thing. It's like, she's introduced as a clown. She's jumping around, making children happy. But then once she gets back to her factory, like she removes the clown makeup, like pulls it off and becomes this like no nonsense. Oh, bro, That's so deep. It is. It's interesting. Oh, shut up, bro. It's Dude, so cool. This shit is the most. Never mind. I loved it. It's, Sorry. Keep going. Uh, what happens? What happens? Okay. It's your turn now. Uh, so here's what they do. She says, we get these, we get, we manufacture toys for children. They're war toys. So they're all like guns and stuff. Yes. And so they program their program. They, their main contractors, the government, yes. and they feed whatever the government has into a machine. The machine tells them what to make for the people mm-hmm. or for the children, the I children. guess. So we, they want to condition children for wars from birth. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like the computer, she just looks at this graph. It's just a graph, <laughs> it and it's like it doesn't say anything. It's, it's like just lines. She goes, hmm. and I'm like, and it's okay. It's a long piece it's of paper. It's a long piece of paper. It's just a graph going up and down. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so she says, for example, if the government tells us to fight against Peru soon, we manufacture hypersexed brown native vampires who can only be destroyed by a cross the color of white skin. We create a laxative that induces vomiting. We name it after the capital of Peru and tint it with the color of the natives. <laughs> we start a comic book campaign. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Also, by the way, these little things that they're making, the toys, yeah. are like these little weird goblin dudes with like yeah. huge cocks and stuff. <laughs> Sticks. I was like watching this scene because I watched way too far because it was actually like invested in what was yeah, going on. Yeah, at this on. point, like this part I was like, what the fuck? I was so like, weird. I have given something horrible to Ethan. I don't know what he's gonna do with this. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is our comic campaign where it's like a dude trying to beat up the evil Peruvian empire or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a bunch of naked children hanging around. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? There's so all- many naked children. Why? In this. It's it's bad. Yeah, and they're all shooting like bows and arrows and stuff, and it's like okay, it's, it's to show off their their innocence as children. I guess. Yeah, it's, they could maybe maybe show off their innocence with clothes on. No, man, that's how innocent they are. <laughs> I did not need to see that. <laughs> did you see their actual? Uh, I wrote in here, "What the fuck, Mike? I want to go home." <laughs> they say they start. <laughs> I touched you inappropriately yeah, with this seriously. film. Seriously, they throw tomatoes at Peruvian, like a picture of Peru, and they're like, at some point when they're older, they'll fight or whatever uh-huh. cut to the next person um the next person is berg and his planet is uranus uh. boy this guy's a character <laughs> the first scene is him waking up in bed and some fat lady with a uh, green with like i guess his teal hair comes over and has a skeleton hand that she's like holds with her Whoa. and he just starts slapping his dick and he's like ah, ah, getting all turned on and stuff and then she's like yeah getting all sexy and starts stripping down humps like a horse that he has in his room it's like a weird fake horse but the horse's head moves Whoa. um so she starts stripping down and she pulls down her pants and turns out her pubes are the same color as hair of course yeah very cool very new details and <laughs> uh, it's it's a ply that they bone the next scene is her yeah, bone. Pee- her peeing on a toilet on a toilet in a toilet she's on a toilet but the toilet for some reason is raised really high off the ground <laughs> and the dude's just in the bathtub and she's like close the window there's like a door here we close that and she just hammers he has this perfect piece of plywood that's perfect for this window and just hammers it in whoa I don't know what the fuck's going on what does he do isn't he like a so I'm getting business? there I'm getting there oh, okay so then um uh, he, this is the point where I don't really know. I didn't know that strategy of like, oh, we're going to explain Uranus and this is, you know, why, why this person is from here. Right, right. He represents so, so they that. say, oh, our baby's hungry and they're getting like a bunch of milk and he's like tasting the milk and it's kind of weird and then it pulls out. It's like a snake. 
And they're like, oh, they're feeding the snake a bunch of milk. That's weird. Um, and the snake also has like a knitted cozy thing. And that's pretty fucking fly. <laughs> like, the entire snake is covered in like this knitted thing and this knitted sweater thing. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty baller. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> would watch again. Yeah. That one particular so, um, so they go and make a report and he's like working on like a report stuff. And there's like weird sex noises that he Ooh. makes when he runs around. He, he's like a really sexual weird dude. Uh-huh. Um, so then all of a sudden this alarm goes off and they go, oh no. And they have to get this report together for the government, I guess. Huh. And so they exit, they have the, the report and they walk down the hall with two body built, two almost naked bodybuilder dudes with machine guns and a president who's guarding them. Mm-hmm. And this is giant elaborate hall. And he says, or, or I guess the um, Uranus man says to save the country's economy, we must eliminate 4 million citizens in the next five years. Begin the operations of the gas chambers, gas schools, gas universities, gas libraries, gas museums, gas dance halls, and gas whorehouses, etc. <laughs> it's like, gas what school. the fuck? <laughs> and then the next scene of them is hanging out with a bunch of those bodybuilder guys eating a wedding cake. And then at one point he gets mad and uses one of the figures off the wedding cake and stabs it on and says, I hate you. I hate you. And then it ends. Ooh. That's the entire section of that part. <laughs> That's all, of, it's all we got about Uranus, eh? <sighs> Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's all I got to know. All right, here's the next one. Yeah. My name is Axon. My planet is Neptune. Ooh. He's the chief of police. Oh. So there's this man in this middle. It's hard to describe. <laughs> that's this whole movie. Yeah, this whole movie. <laughs> there's this huge amount of people like chanting Axon, Axon. And in the middle is this man who's completely naked. Uh. And he has his pubic hair kind of like shaped up to look like a dick. <laughs> so you can't see his dick. It's just a, a like a tornado of pubic hair. <laughs> And it's like a little cactus of pubic kinda, hair. Yeah. yeah. And so this guy is standing there and he's all macho and he's like, oh, they're like Axon, Axon. And he gets like these scissors and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, God. By the way, he's naked and has a giant, like comically sized AK-47 the size of him. Uh-huh. And he's just walking around with it and he puts it down, gets these scissors, walks up and is like, oh, yes. Grabs his balls and just snips them off. Ah! All right. Here's the weird part. <laughs> That's not the weird nope. part. Here's the weird part. There's this thing that says... He goes into a hall with his jar with his balls in it. <laughs> and there the entire hall is aligned with <laughs> shelves with balls? other balls. <laughs> so it's an entire shelf, just an entire thing, just so full of balls. Just these little these little like wine glasses with balls in them. <laughs> And he goes in and says, there's 99 scrotums in all these glasses. And what a now bitch ain't one. Yeah, 999. Uh-huh. And now you've reached the thousand testicle sacrifice. And now you get to read the holy book. And so the Axon guy is like, here's this book, kid, that cut off your balls for me. Oh, jeez. Uh, and then the next scene is like a bunch of explosions going off. And these cops are like spraying blood on people. <laughs> and it's like they cut open people. So this is some deep symbolism, bro. Yeah, man. You ready for this shit? I can't wait. So they're like. They're like grabbing people and they're ripping, rip, like pulling stuff out of them. And it's a bunch of vegetables and food and like chickens and things. Ooh. And they're like bleeding, but it's like obviously like food products and things like that. It's like, man, the military police, bro, they take stuff from the citizens, man. Use it for themselves, bro. Yeah. You ever get that? And it's like, <laughs> honestly, the way they shot it was really cool because. That's the whole point. What? It's just to have like cool shots? Yeah, cool shots of meeting in it. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool looking, but it yeah. was like, man, this is the most fucking on the nose stupid shit. <laughs> it is super on the nose. It's, it's like, well, some of it's on the nose. Some of it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, some of it just doesn't make sense. Some of it's on the hairy asshole. 
Summit's on that weird tornado dick. <laughs> Summit's on weird tornado dick. Some of it's in a I mean, I, will, I mean, at one point, someone, someone like pulls the head off someone and a fucking like prop skull pops out from their head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you talking they about? The they rip, they grab this. I think it's Axon himself. He grabs the head of someone, rips their head off and a skull pops out from underneath it. What? Like a fake, like, a, like a, an animatronic almost like, like pops out. It's the goofiest <laughs> shit. It's, it's, this is amazing. This sounds the, like the best movie it's, ever. It's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so that's the end of his scene. Um, the uh, last person is my name is Loot and my planet is Pluto. My business is architecture. He's not a planet no more. And yeah, exactly. So his uh, his area looks like it's out of the '70s future. Um, so it's all round and really white. And I was a bunch of kids dressed up as Mickey Mouse, and they try to find him. They find him. And go wow. Um, and he starts mentioning when we built this complex, we gave them too much. All man needs is shelter, not a home. If we can sell them the idea of a shelter, we can make millions. We made a mistake trying to actually make them nice and having them running water. Mm. And they're like, he goes on to explain to this board, this big board, which is actually like set in a ballroom area. He says they can just eat at the factory. He says and. You know, they can condition there. They don't actually need to eat at home. They just need to go there to sleep, and that's it. And it's like, okay, cool. And they're, suddenly they pull out, like, a giant penis sculpture, <laughs> and all these women are sucking on it and, like, dancing around it because, you know, that's like what you, you do. do. Yeah, yeah, as you do with a giant penis giant, sculpture. I mean, yeah. Ice penis sculpture. <laughs> uh, and then there's, like, a dancer in drag that reveals a quote-unquote home, which is actually in the shape of a coffin. Wow, really fucking subtle. <laughs> and some lady goes and crawls in the coffin, and she's like, I'm sleeping here. And she falls asleep in this like house coffin mm-hmm. and then it as oh my god this is the, it's so fucking cringy <laughs> it's the yeah. next scene is the prototype of the buildings and it's just a bunch of coffins stacked on top of each other and then like in the shape of building like imagine scaffolding with coffins everywhere yeah and it's like this is your house now it's so I, cringy I, I i like it it's I, so <laughs> fucking cringy dude this is the shittiest thing this is the shittiest. I, I, I mean, I'm it's sure. It's so. I'm sure. It's so on the nose. It's so. It does sound very on the nose. It's so much like, hey, bro. Okay, this is why I thought of this entire movie. Yeah. I put my phone down. We're done with notes. <laughs> it's not the entire movie. No, it's not. We're not even done. We're not even halfway through. Oh my god. We this, are at least halfway through the movie. We are at least halfway through the movie, but we are not halfway through my description. Yes. This is like after some kid goes and watches Fight Club, and is like, dude, that's the deepest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. And then this college kid, college like freshman, sophomore film student comes in and says, no, nah, bro, you got to watch the Holy Mountain, bro. It's the deepest shit ever. Yeah. And then it's really not. It's just the most fucking basic bullshit ever. This movie was made in 73. I know. This is way ahead of its time. Is it though? I'd say so. It's, this is when this shit was really going down. They made this movie. Shit's always going down, Mike. No, I it's know. Always going but down. But this is when people were like super, like uh, like aware of the, what was going on. And then this movie, like the, like because you're right, like you could be pointing at a movie like Fight Club, which like happened. I'm saying it's like the fir- kids first, like wow, I'm, my mind's broken. Yeah. Like it's talking about society and how to say fuck society and all that yeah, stuff. This and movie- then this is also like that where it's like, you don't have any free will, bro. Like, look at all this stuff. Everything's manufactured by the government, man. Yeah. And everyone just wants to make a buck off you, bro. And no one's your friend, bro. <laughs> have you ever seen that? You want to just die in a coffin? You don't need to go to home and have like a good life. Fuck that shit. Work at your factory, it bro. Does, it does feel it's, very much like that. It's so... <laughs> It's just literally all those scenes. Like the movie honestly got a little bit more interesting uh-huh. after this part. Yeah. But like all those scenes, I was like, this is the most like Banksy ass, like this basic, feel, it feels basic very bullshit. Banksy. People like Banksy though, man. Yeah. 
some reason they didn't like this movie. <laughs> I think people would like this movie if they've seen Probably, it. Probably. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I don't know either. Yeah, just the thing about true. Fight Club is at least has charismatic actors that's and stuff, and this one's just like... Thing. Okay. That's the weird thing. Like you look at Fight Club and you're like, that must have been a really hard movie to market. And then you look at this movie. It's like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Fight Club's at least entertaining. This one is at like, least Fight Club doesn't have naked children in it. <laughs> naked everyone. What are you talking naked about? Naked everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really <sighs> Is there any Yeah. I was gonna say, is there any penis in Fight Club? Yeah, for a couple frames. A couple frames. <laughs> nah, not as much as this one. No, this one heavy on the penis. Alright, so <laughs> we're done inter- introducing all these guys. Yeah, so all the planets have gone. All the planets are gone. Yeah. Um, they didn't get that weird dwarf planet on the edge. So they cut to a helicopter landing and all these different people appear. And I just assume they're all different planets, including, I, I think Jesus is there mm. and that black lady you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. guess she's not a planet. She must be Mercury. I'm just going to assume she's Mercury. What black lady? There's two black ladies. There's a one black lady that's always naked and she's covered in iconography. That one. That one is not a planet. You sure? She's yeah. in the, she's in the planet. She's in the group. Well, yeah, but she's, they she's never always mentioned, never mentioned, never mentioned Mercury, dude. Oh, she must be Mercury then. She's Mercury then. And uh-huh. then obviously Jesus is from Earth. Yeah. And then, yeah. Anyway. Okie dokie. Just See, guessing. I, I didn't know these were people from these different planets. I thought these were people that represented these different planets. I don't know if they're from the planets. They might represent them, but whatever. Whatever. Who cares? doesn't matter. Um, so <laughs> I'll go back to this God guy. I'm just going to refer him to God because that's what you call him. I called him the guy because he seemed like come out of nowhere and just seems a guy to everyone. I looked it up on IMDb. They refer to him as the alchemist. Fuck that. We can continue calling him the guy. The god. The god. Okay. So he says, hey, uh, immortality. So he starts, basically I'll sit down in this room and and the guy says like, hey, you can get immortality. You should go to this holy mountain. By the way, he's explaining this whole like thing with like a PowerPoint mm. and he's got like a falcon an on his wrist the entire time. No, it's not an actual okay. But it's just like a slideshow and he's got like a falcon on his wrist the entire time. Right. Um, basically they're like, hey, all these other immortal people like did the same thing. And so basically we're going to have to do the same thing as them to get to be the Holy Mountain or whatever. Right. What is Holy Mountain? It's the place. It's the key to immortality. You have to climb it and like, okay, that's through, like a immortal. way to cleanse yourself and all that stuff to be immortal. Okay. Um, so all this weird stuff happens and they pull up the table of the elements and he's like, you have to learn the table of the elements to learn, like to get involved with this stuff and you have to be a master of it. Then you can create things. And it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so the first thing to do, is he says, they all gather around this circle and there's like fire comes up and they're like, first thing you have to do, you have to burn your money. So you all start throwing your money in. You know, some people don't have money, but most people do. Right. So throw in the money. Next thing is, they need to destroy their self-image, which is this weird mannequin version of themselves that they have and they shove them all in this hole and there's actually a pretty cool shot of them all burning at the same time. Interesting. It's weird. Did Jesus do that? They all did that. So I assume Jesus was in there. Because Jesus had already essentially done that. Yeah, maybe it's just a second time. Interesting. You need to do it twice. Just be safe. Yeah, you know, you want to be, you want to cover your all your bases when it comes to I destroying guess, burning your yourself. Image. Yeah. Um. So then they all dress up in this garb and climb a mountain. They find this old Latino man who starts doing cupping on this random other person. Cupping. You know, the, the, the thing of cupping. Have you seen that before? What's cupping? So cupping is like an I kind of like a I think it I could be wrong. It started in like Eastern countries where you heat up a cup, put it on someone, and it sucks. Oh. It makes those weird marks on your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's for medical purposes. I but, think it's bullshit. Well, probably. Probably. But it leaves these weird marks on you. Right. It's so, like weird Eastern medicine kind of yeah, stuff. It's Eastern medicine stuff. Yeah. Um, so he starts doing that. And for some reason, this the Pluto man gets all weird and freaks out and runs away. And God follows him. And he's like, I can't do it. This old man stinks. And he's like, 
shut up. And the God breaks all this dude's bones Whoa. and then says, you'll like his smell when he puts your bones back together. Whoa. And there's the next scene of him putting all his bones back together and massaging him. It was weird. That's pretty interesting. So, um, uh, they do a bunch of weird shit to get to the top. Basically, everyone does a thing where they cry at some point. Um, a chimp appears with a shirt on. I don't know what he does. I assume he's from the earlier part. Must, there's, must. there's a dog that takes all your senses away. I don't know what's going on. They start talking about like, look at the flower and they put their feet all in the row and they start pushing it up. Basically, it's like a training montage of them getting more enlightened or whatever. Mm. Um. So now I guess they have some sort of powers and it looks like it looks like the Jesus dude. I assume this is Jesus dude. He's going to give uh, a bunch of food to children but the main dude's like, nah, man, if you perform the miracle of Christ, this is what will happen. It was interesting enough that they just straight up say the miracle of Christ. Yeah. And he gives, puts all this food out and all the children just fight each other for it. They don't like agree with it, but there's so much food. They just fight each other. And he's like, don't do that. Oh. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and so they're on the, so they get on this boat and they're going to the Holy Mountain finally at this point. Finally. Finally, I know, right? Oh my God. So uh, God basically Charlie. tells Jesus, he's like, no. I hated that. You have, he says, <laughs> you have a monster in your mind. And so he's like, lays down and all these dudes bend over him and they look like they're like devouring him, kind of like zombies, but they're actually like devouring him, which is in there. And all of a sudden, this dude with no arms and legs just pops yeah! out and he's like, yeah! And he starts to laugh, or no, he starts crying. No, he starts crying because wait, he has he's no the arms, no arms or legs. He's he's like, no, I mean, he has like little stumps, right? Okay, yeah, that's I'm him, pretty sure the same guy. That should be him. Yeah, I love him. Um, what does he do? He goes there, and a little man pops out. He starts crying, and Jesus is like, okay. And then the God's like, you need to throw him into the water. And he's like, but he'll drown. He's like, listen, you need to stop your illusions. And at this point, it's switching between two different views, so it looks like Jesus is just clutching nothing. But then sometimes he is, so it almost is like that person was never real. Oh. So then he just throws him in the water. That's it. He's dead. Oh my god. He got rid of his monster. He was his monster? I guess so. He According so to this guy. He was so nice. <sighs> I don't know. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so then they arrive at the mountain. There's this weird dude with a giant glass of wine who's like drinking alone. He's like, everyone who comes to this mountain, man, never drinks, so I drink alone. Mm. But there's a party in the Pantheon bar. And they Woo! all go into this like little shack and it turns out this huge party and there's tons of people everywhere. All of a sudden they're bald now, by the way. They all shave their heads on the boat. Of course. Um, all these parties... It go, they go to different people and see what they have to offer. And some person's like, do you LSD, bro? And they're like, no, nah, it's good. Some dude's like, "You're there's no party there. Like, I speak honey. And he just has a bunch of flies on his hands. They're like, those flies hunt or bees like honey, but you flies bring shit. And they all just walk away. And oh. I'm like, damn. And this other dude's like teleporting around. He's like, I could go through the mountain. And they're like, wow, that's impressive. And he's like, yes. And they're like, but how long does it take you to climb the mountain? He's like. I can't climb it. I can just go horizontally, but I'm amazing at it. And they're like, all right, this guy sucks. And they leave. And then they walk away and that weird guy follows them and is like, you guys are missing all the party. Like, what's the point? Uh, you guys all suck. And so they start climbing the mountain. Mm. Um, so they start climbing the mountain. Some lady, I don't know who it was. It's hard to tell because they're all bald now. So it's hard to differentiate yeah, anyone. Yeah, true. Um, she is like, I can't do it. I can't climb the mountain. They're like, you need to embrace the mountain. She's like, okay. And then she starts humping the mountain. That's what you do. That's what you do. And then she has the power to climb the mountain. Some oh, other guy gets frostbite and they're like, cut off your fingers. And he's like, okay. And just cuts off all his fingers. 
Um, Sheesh. And then they get to- How do you climb something without a finger? No, at this point, they're they're not climbing anymore. They're more like walking up. Okay. (sighs) Um, And then the god guy's like, now this is where your mind decomposes. And like, and they're all like, what? And he's like, yeah, this is where you might go crazy because it's getting so high of altitude. He's actually talking to us as the audience. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, finally my mind starts decomposing. <laughs> and save me from myself. Um, and then suddenly they're walking. They have a tiger on a leash. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, there was a tiger earlier in the movie when uh, Jesus was like dead on the ground. Oh, when really? he got saved by the Loomis guy, there was a tiger man. Interesting. Yeah. So then they go through each of their memories. Ooh. Kind of like while they're thinking this, because they're breaking, their minds are breaking, so they're thinking of all these different things. Right. One person's memory is a bunch of horses in holes. They're not like dying or anything; they're just hanging out in just holes. Hanging out in hole. Yeah, like you do. Um, which they kind of eat off of. One of the person eats off of them, which is kind of weird. Eats off of a horse. Eats like blood, but it looks like the horse isn't actually injured because I guess they didn't. Maybe they just didn't bother to hurt the horse, which is probably a good thing. He was so hungry, <laughs> hungry, almost <laughs> he ate, a could eat a horse. <laughs> um. One person watches dogs fight each other and like gets off on it, kind of. Like gets off on it? I guess it's weird. One person is rained on by gold and kind of gets off on that. Another person watches cows have sex and gets off on that. Jesus Christ. Um, another person, okay, this is great, watches an old lady in a tree with a sword. And she has a bunch of butchered chickens covering the entire tree. So it's just this old lady laughing like with a bunch of chickens underneath. And she has a sword. She's like licking it. And the other guy. And so the guy who's hallucinating this walks up and she just cuts off his dick. And then he's on the sword. And then he's on the tree. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Another person is covered in tarantulas. Another person. Here's another one. Another person finds an old man. And uncovers him, and he's like, I guess, dead looking. Uh-huh. And he has these huge boobs. Whoa! And he's just this frail old man with these huge boobs, and he starts going up. And he's like, I'm gonna lick these titties. <laughs> and he starts, he starts licking them, and then all of a sudden they turn into tigers. Ah, his like, boobs are tigers. And then they start spraying milk at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the reaction I expected from that. That's about the reaction I had too. <laughs> Two tiger tigers shit spitting milk on a person. Yep. Were they real tigers? No, they were like <laughs> weird fake things. Of course. Um, so I won't they get all the way near the top, and then um I think Jesus is like, What's up? And the, and God's like, You don't need me anymore. Go ahead and cut off my head. And he's like, Okay. So he has this giant scimitar for some reason and is like, yeah, and slices. Uh. But instead of cutting off the master's head, he cuts a lamb in half. <gasps> Symbolism. Um, and then he's like, you did well. Now this lady who's been, by the way, this entire time, this lady has been following him with the chimp the entire time. Yeah. I don't know why. What's the lady look like? Um, she's darker skinned. She's got long black hair. Um, she might've been one of the, was she wearing, she been, what was she wearing like see-through skin? Like not skin colored, not skin colored. Uh, like she was wearing like see-through, uh, fishnet top. Maybe. No? I don't, I'm well, not hundred percent sure. Was... They, they changed clothes because it was cold up there. So they put more clothes on. Either way. But yeah, she might've been a prostitute from earlier. She might've been that prostitute. And yeah. she's like, you need to go. And the God's like, you need to go appreciate that lady because she followed all the way up here just because of you stupid. And yeah. he's like, okay. probably the prostitute then. Yeah. And then he goes like, I love you and appreciate him. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So they find the top of the mountain. And earlier in the scene, when they were introducing the mountain, there was like this pentagram. And during all this time when they were kind of like, sacrificing their money and stuff like that. They were in kind of a pentagram circle and they all hold hands and do weird stuff. Mm. So now they see the pentagram. There's a bunch of figures around it and they go to the figures and it's just a bunch of nothing. There's nothing there. It's Ah. just a bunch of mannequin type things. Right. Throw those off. 
The guys laugh. And so they all sit down at the pentagram. They're about to do the ritual. And the guide says, thank you. I'm going to now teach you like the secret to immortality. You know, you, you guys walked all the way up here and I'm not going to disappoint you guys. Right. So here it is. Um, you got to like think about your reality and see what it is. First off, this isn't reality. This is a movie. <laughs> and yep. then it turns out. No, really? Yeah. He says, this is a film. I'm not kidding. He says, this is a film. He says, this is a film. Camera zoom out. And the camera zooms out. And it it shows the entire crew. (laughs) I'm not kidding. This is how it ends. No. Zooms out. Are you kidding me? And he says, this is, everything is an illusion. And then he says, say goodbye to the holy mountain. Real life awaits. Whoa. And then they walk away. Fucking mic drop. That was awesome. What a fucking trip that was. Yeah, it was a movie. No, that's true enlightenment right there. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I I guess like, I guess their whole thing was like, hey man, like it's cool to have a religious journey, but like, man, shit got real. You got to deal with those real problems or something like that. That was so cool. Yeah. I really, I really liked that. You told that so well. No, thanks. You're very welcome. Thank you. That was really um, great. Yeah, I mean, I thought this movie was kind of pretentious as hell. Of course. I, I thought, thought as well it was I thought pretentious. 90% of the metaphors and deep thoughts, it's like deep cuts of like, these people are bad. Look yeah. how. Was the most corniest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was at least very entertaining to watch. <laughs> it sounded like it. What the and fuck? And it was so well shot. It was so well shot and it was just so weird. Like I was just curious to see what would happen next because there's just so much definitely weird shit. Like we explain all these parts of this movie, but actually seeing them, our words could never do justice because it's just, no, it's shot on such a high production level. Yes. It's so, uh, well framed. All the colors pop. Colors. It's, It's, it's amazing to look at. It is. But it is some dumb pretentious shit. It, like some you, of it is This is something where you just drink a lot and just go, what the fuck is going on? Definitely. Because you know what? Even if you do get what's going on, which I think I kind of did. Yeah. I think we got a pretty good understanding. I think understanding. we got a pretty good understanding. It's still pretty dumb. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> stuff. But that ending. And the ending is pretty cool. I liked that ending. It was very Monty like, Python. That, that is the, it is totally like Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. Like the end of. Uh, you don't end this. Nah. Uh, it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an illusion, bro. <laughs> I can't believe I called that. <laughs> I thought you were jo- you were joking though. Yeah, of course I was joking. I didn't think that's how you actually would end a that's movie. How you like end this. a movie apparently. Apparently you do. Yeah, I, uh, I I I saw the first half and I loved it. I, uh, at first I was a little concerned. I was very concerned because I the movie just started throwing shit at me. Like you know, I because again like I totally like skip stuff. Like when we f- are first introduced to Jesus, he's lying on the ground, he's peeing himself, his face is covered in flies. And then his pee goes over to a bunch of tarot, tarot cards. And then the limbless guy follows the pee trail over to Jesus. God. And then there's a fucking mountain lion next to Jesus. Yeah. And then there's a frog next to the pee. And then the limbless guy wakes Jesus up. Like, that's how we are introduced to him. And that is fucking weird. Like, that is a weird introduction for did a movie. Did you get to symbolism? There's a lot of symbolism there, bro. What kind of symbolism did you get out of that? I got a of fucking stupid shit. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's so far up its own ass. It's so kind of far, ways. but uh, there's other parts that are like genuinely beautiful. Oh yeah. No, I think, I think it's shot wonderfully and I think the direction's really strong, yeah. but like, I just think it's just the most like, yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll say like during the whole part where they're just listing all the, the planets, it got a little preachy. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. 
Hey, we made these. We make children and give them war weapons yeah. to make them ready for war. See, I really liked when they were when when he was fucking with the um the 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 artist because that's real artist shit. Like yeah. you know, especially like around that time. Of course, it would probably be um uh, what's his name, Andy Warhol. Uh-huh. But nowadays, you have people like uh, Koons who like have a giant warehouse full of people creating the art for you and you're not actually making any of it, yeah, but you're true. making all the money off of it. That's true. And I, I don't know, like th- that was scathing. And like when you first see him, you're introduced to his house and his paintings and his wife and his wife is, I guess it's just, it's just so pessimistic that it becomes funny at that point. Uh, yeah, a little bit where it's just like, everything's corrupt, bro. And like anything that's but, that much, see, like that far into the thing, it's like, yes, because that's the thing. Like this was a very pessimistic view of like society and government and art and all that stuff. But the movie isn't pessimistic. The movie is yeah, hopeful. I guess. I guess it's true. And beautiful. Yeah. In a lot of ways, but like even then, just I, because the end result doesn't mean it's, it makes up for all that. Well, but, oh, okay, but you're introduced to all these like like he refers to them as thieves worse than Jesus or like I looked it up. His actual name in the movie is not Jesus or anything. His name is just thief. So you're introduced to all these thieves that are worse than this thief. And he enlists them to go to the holy mountain. Like they're the ones that he yeah. brings. Like, why is that? Kind of to give them redemption, I guess. Is that what it is? I guess that's the point because they, they all go through like you know, their own internal struggles or whatever, and they fight through it, I guess. But I don't know if they're better, like, does it matter? Are there better people at the end? Who knows? Because the movie just says, F you, this is a movie. But that's the whole point. It Because it, 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 it is a movie. It is just a movie, and it is repre- it, it's it's representing and bringing forth different ideas I that suppose. I think we're supposed to look at and, and discuss and talk about. And I think that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. And the, what I like the most, not during that part. That part was a little pretentious. The the whole listing of the, what, the very pre- very pretentious. No, the part with the 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 planets. That is a very pretentious part. But I think the first thirty minutes with no dialogue got across so many beautiful ideas visually that it's very hard to hate this movie for me. Pissing on the tarot cards, trail of piss. He's not. Tra- yeah, trail of piss. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> or, okay, here's an intro. Okay, so here's basically one thing, too. Like, you have a scene where there's a bunch of people with guns, and they're shooting people, and you know that they're innocent. But like, how do you know that they're innocent? Like, how do you visually get across to an audience that this this is an innocent group of people? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Without somebody... Because in a movie, you could just be like, oh, like, you could have a, this exact scene where Jesus is entering into a, a, a strange land, and you have a little limbless guy. And I like, could easily just go over to Jesus and be like, those are innocent people. Like that's one way of d- tackling that. But this movie goes the complete opposite way to make it as clear as possible that they're innocent. They are wearing normal garb. They're well kempt. Their hair is, is well put together. And when they are killed out of their uh, bullet holes come fl- um, uh, birds. Like mm. that is so ridiculous and over the top, but it perfectly gets across exactly what we need to know without telling us outright. I think that's, I think that's, important. I guess, I guess that's a good, a, a good try, but it's just, again, it's too much on the nose for me. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, at least they tried it. Then better saying like, <laughs> our parents are dead. Remember? <laughs> Remember, take notes, Disney. Yeah. This is how you tell things visually to yeah, an audience. But, uh, but, but that's uh, the thing is that point is because it did 30 minutes with no dialogue. It yeah. does suffer from the fact of just like, we're just going to have to show you the most visually obvious way to do this. That's There's true. no subtlety. There's no interpretation. We're going to make it very obvious. That's in, true. In a lot of ways. That's very true. Which that makes it more on like, that's just, it's not just like a weird art movie where it's like, Oh, I kind of have to like think about this and digest it. It's like, no, here it is. That, Look at it. That part was very much like that. That yeah. whole like planet part was very much like that. I agree with that. 
But overall, I really enjoyed this film. And yeah, I, I, I want to see it the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind hanging out with a bunch of people watching this because it, it's just it's just a trip. Dude. It is crazy. It's just, just honestly just seeing all the visuals is worth it. Because Absolutely. it's just crazy looking. It's just it insane. Is. Like even how they get those shots, I don't know. And like I'm, I can't imagine this having a very big budget. I don't know, man. They did some crazy shit. They like, did. All those planets have completely different sets. Yeah. And stuff. Absolutely. Know. And like, and even the sets in the those Holy jars Mountain. of those testicles, man, that was a really impressive. I, shot. It's crazy. It's very crazy. And the millions of different uh, versions of uh, Jesus that they clearly had to model and make yeah. and drive. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it, it, this movie must have been an undertaking, especially without like special effects. Oh yeah. Uh, absolutely amazing. Blown away. I, I want to watch this movie again so bad, but, um, yeah, and you know what, audience, if you guys have seen this movie and you can give us any kind of explanation <laughs> as to certain visuals, why don't you email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Is there any other movies by this director that you can suggest? I'm sure we haven't seen them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you, uh, uh, you can email us at the email and do that, or you can also go to our Facebook and Twitter and suggest them there. Uh, if you like this episode or past ones, you can uh, check out more. Uh, at uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and iTunes. And you can leave a five-star rating and review there while you're there if you enjoyed this one or past ones as well. Yeah. Is there anything else we should be covering? I don't know, man. I like Eraserhead a lot, but I feel like that's a lot more metaphorical than this. this no, is... yes. I think Eraserhead, that one, it throws you a bunch of shit and then you are left to interpret it. Definitely. Yeah. Or, and in a lot of other, uh, f- uh, of his movies. Maybe I feel well. like that's a less, I don't know, for some reason, even as pretentious as the race might be, it doesn't rub me the wrong way. Cause it's not as obvious. I guess it yeah. feels like it, 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 since I can't understand it, maybe it feels like it's on a higher level than this well, thing. In a way, this in one way. is very preachy. Yeah. This is, I think that's what gets in the way is it is very preachy. It, it, it knows what it wants to tell you and it is telling it to you. Yeah, exactly. And, and the most obvious. Oh, and okay. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Any other thoughts? Do you have any other thoughts? No, I think that's it, man. All right, cool. That's it. Well, uh, next week is going to be our first Christmas episode. Finally. For season screenings. So excited. I bet there are going to be zero tornado penis cube, pube hair things in that. I will be very impressed if there's any <laughs> pubic hair in any of them. Are oh. you willing to make a bet that there's any pubic hair no, in any of them? fuck no. You don't think so? No. All right. We'll see if there's any pubic hair, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's no stakes involved at all. <laughs> you want to? Right, you want to? You want to put some money on this? Okay, just pubic hair in general. If there's any, yeah, of course. If I'm not any. betting on that. No, but no. I'm very curious if there are going to be people. I think we'll make we'll make a bet with no money because I don't want to lose any money. This I don't want to lose any. All right, what should be the bet? What should be the terms of the if bet? Any pubic hair appears in any of the Christmas movies. Any of the movies we see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What should be? What should? What's on stake? What's on? What's on? I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> uh, How about this? Uh, if if any of them happen. Then you like we like whoever wins. Like if if there is and I win, then I get to choose the next movie we see after Christmas. Uh, okay. All right. And Fair. then if you win, you get to choose the next Ooh. movie after Christmas. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Were you surprised that that was going to be the turn? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that turns the tide. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but yeah. All right. Uh, everyone, thank you for enjoying the show. See you tomorrow, next week, yeah. for a season screening episode. Good night, everybody. December, baby. I accidentally referred to Planes, Trades, and Automobiles as a Christmas movie. It's technically a Thanksgiving movie. Oh, shit. I know.